Well, hey, you guys, welcome to the Connection Point Worldview podcast. My name's Ron, and I'm here with uh, Pastor Trey Shigley and Dr. Zach Breitenbach. They head up our Worldview department here at Connection Point Christian Church in central Indiana. And this is a pod podcast as opposed to broadcast. Did you know that? That's a (laughs) distinction because broad is like spread out to everybody. Pod was a niche sort of thing that you cast to, hence the name podcast. So fascinating trivia, right? Everybody's so excited. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. Um, It's designed really to take you as a parent or guardian deeper into places that your students have already gone. And uh, so guys, we're wrapping up this series that you've been doing with the high schoolers called How Great Is Our God? And uh, this was the fourth and final week. Um, Explores God's attributes. So um, Trey, you want to give us what the aim of this series and uh, this final week in particular was? Yeah. So the overall goal of the series is to understand what God is like with the aim of that allowing us to kind of fall more in love with God and to serve him um, better. And so I I wholeheartedly think that the more you uh, uncover who God is and the more you can get a clearer glimpse of him, the more you're going to fall in love with him and the more you're going to want to worship him, praise him, follow him, serve him. And so that was kind of the goal of the series. Can we kind of... peel back the layers and see like, what is God really like at the core? And so this week we talked about how God is eternal and uncreated. And then we reflected on, well, how do we apply that knowledge and how does that affect our lives? Awesome. Um, you, you started off the lesson by talking about a question that many people often ask. And the question is, who created God? So yeah. w- what'd you say about yeah. that? Yeah, that is a question that we'll get a lot. And um, it's an understandable question, but um, really the answer is is nobody, right? And that's the biblical answer. And when you think about it, it also makes sense that that would be the answer. Because if somebody created God, well, that would be God, right? It'd be something greater than God. And that just wouldn't even be what we mean by God is the the greatest conceivable being. <clears throat> so Trey was uh, teaching this lesson, and he he talked about the uh, the so-called contingency argument, which is the idea that everything that exists in reality can't be contingent on something else. What that means to be contingent on something else is that you depend on something else to exist, mm. right? Like I depend on my parents to exist and they depend on their parents and on and on and on. Um, everything can't be like that, right? Where where it depends on something else. Eventually there's got to be a start of the chain, right, so to right. speak, where the answer is, well, why does that exist? Well, it just does. Um, it, it didn't depend on something else to create it. And so we know that even the universe itself uh, has not always existed. There's really good evidence in science today that the, the entire universe began to exist. So we can't trace everything back to the universe, and the universe is this necessary reality that just had to exist. It's got to be something even beyond the universe that brought the universe into existence. Something beyond the universe, beyond the physical space, time, matter, and energy of the universe has to be that necessary thing. And so that this, there's, there's, uh, this is a good basis for thinking it makes sense that God is necessary. And necessary just means it doesn't depend on uh, on anything to exist. It has to exist. Um, so 
everything, to, to put it in a nutshell, everything can't be dependent on something else. There has to be ultimately something foundational to reality uh, that doesn't depend on anything else. It clearly, it has to be something beyond the universe. Uh, and God would be a very good candidate for that, being uh, what we mean by God is the greatest con- conceivable being. Um, and if something created God, well, that thing would be greater than God, and we wouldn't even call him God. Right. <laughs> Interesting. So it does totally make sense and kind of like stretches our understanding and thinking quite a bit. So um, related to this, tell us what it means for God to be eternal. What What are some of the biblical teachings that, that discuss that? Yeah, yeah. So... The definition we use for eternal is very simple. It's just that God always has and always will exist. So he always has and always will exist. And scripture talks about this all throughout scripture. And so we ran through a bunch of um, scripture detailing different um, kind of pictures of what that means and what that looks like. Um, A few of the things are there's a lot of scriptures talking about how God exists without beginning and without end. So many times it's from everlasting to everlasting, you are God, right? That's in Psalm in Psalm 90. And so he had no beginning, he had no end. And then uh, an, another thing is that God existed before time even existed. In Jude, it says that uh, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. So before time even existed, God was deserving of all of these, all praise and majesty and dominion, everything before time was even a thing. Um, and then uh, God is the uncreated source of all things. So the entire universe and all of the spiritual realm depends on God and came from God and God depends on nothing. And he mm-hmm. came from nothing. Revelation 4 says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. And I love pointing uh, out to students that so many of these verses describing who God is are accompanied by praise of him. It's like, oh my goodness, God, you created everything by your will, everything exists. You are so worthy to receive my glory, to receive my honor. And, uh, and so he's the uncreated source of all things. Um, also, he, is, he didn't just create everything, but he actively sustains everything and is the purpose of all things. Uh, in Nehemiah, it says, you preserve all that you have made. In Romans, it says, from God and through him and to him are all things. In Hebrews, it says, uh, for whom and by whom all things exist, talking about God. So everything exists, uh, didn't just come from God, was actually made for God and is sustained by his active power. He is keeping everything going actively. Um, the, that breath you take in the morning, every single breath you take is a gift from God, um, sustained by his holding the universe uh, up. And then uh, what's really cool is we looked at how all of these qualities and attributes also apply to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so uh, all throughout scripture is talking about how it's using the same descriptions that used for God and talking about Jesus. So it says there is one God, this is in First Corinthians, one God, the Father, from whom are all things and from whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, 
through whom are all things and through whom we exist. Mm. So it's a direct analogy with God the Father that everything comes from Jesus and exists in the classic beginning of John. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made. There was nothing made that wasn't made apart from Jesus. Um, and uh, Hebrews talks about how Jesus upholds the universe by the word of his power. And Colossians says, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things. And so all these attributes that apply to God, uh, looking at how the writers of the New Testament talk about Jesus, it's so clear. They are saying he is God and he is eternal and he is uh, kind of this creator of all things who was uncreated himself. Hmm. Well, that's such an important quality, characteristic attribute of God, him being eternal. I mean, he's really set apart in that in that uh, category. Um, but so what? What's that have to do with us? What, what are some personal applications for our lives when we think about God being eternal? Yeah, so uh, Trey covered a few of them in his talk. Um, the first one he talked about is how we can depend on God because of this, right? God depends on nothing to exist. Uh, he was uncreated. He's eternal. He never began to exist. He has no creator. He doesn't need anything to exist. He doesn't owe his existence to anyone. He doesn't even need physical matter to exist. It's not like he's got a body and he depends on that matter to exist. We talked about how God is spirit uh, in a previous lesson. So, God just doesn't depend on anything. He's, he's uncreated, uh, what we might call self-existent. Um, and so we can depend on God because he doesn't depend upon anything. Um, we are God's creatures. We, we owe everything uh, to God. Um, so in our lives, we can depend upon him because we know that he is the ultimate ground of all reality. He depends on nothing. Everything stops at God. He is the source and the sustainer of all things. And we're just dependent beings. We're contingent, if you will. Um, so other people can, can let you down, um, but we can put our trust in God who will not let you down. He depends upon nothing. Everything depends upon him, so we can depend upon him as well. Hmm. Yeah, and then we listed a few more applications, and one cool one is that um, God has unlimited time to accomplish his plans. Mm. He exists outside of time, and uh, anything that he wants to happen, he has plenty of time to make it happen. He, he isn't bound by time, and he knows the perfect time in which to do things. And sometimes we have a timeline we want him to work on, and he doesn't always follow our timeline, which thank goodness he doesn't because he knows a little bit better than we do. But he has unlimited time to accomplish his plans. So that should give us a sense of peace and rest. But we, we don't have unlimited time here on this earth in this body. And so we need to live with urgency and with eternal focus. And uh, I know, especially our students who are young, it's so easy to not think about death and to not think about uh, just what, what the purpose of their life is for and what their goals are. They're just living day by day. And, uh, but when you have a perspective of, I want to have an eternal impact in this limited life I have, then 
that gives you a sense of urgency that you have enough time to do everything God's called you to do, but you don't have enough time to waste. And so uh, that should give us urgency and eternal focus. So many of us work away at um, finding our significance or identity or our life in things that honestly won't matter 10 years from now, or at least won't matter when we die. And so we want to have an eternal focus so that we can have an eternal impact. And that focus is, uh, you know, how can you use what God's gifted you in the field he's put you in? Because those things aren't bad, right? But how can you use that in a way to love God and love others and really be focusing on the things that are eternal, which is God and the souls of other people? And so he has unlimited time to accomplish his plans, but we need to live with urgency and eternal focus. Um, And then... The last thing is that we can have joy in this life and we can respond to circumstances in our lives with joy because we know we get eternity with God. Uh, This life is not all there is and we get to spend all of eternity with God in a new heaven and new earth in this wonderful uh, place that's going to be so much better than the world we're living in now. And so no matter what happens to us, we can respond in a way that might be shocking to a watching world because we have an eternal perspective. We know that this life is not all there is. Thank goodness. Um, And so we're able to respond in ways uh, that are full of peace, full of joy, full of love, because we have this knowledge that God is eternal. And he has invited us into this eternal uh, relationship with him. I love that. I had a youth pastor back when I was in high school that took the word alive and made a little acronym of it that was always living in view of eternity. Mm, and I, I, all these years later, I still remember that. And it's certainly, like you just said, a really great, great application of uh, God being eternal. So um, you guys wrapped up the lesson and the series by doing a call and response with the students. That sounds really cool. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, a call and response is kind of maybe an older fashioned thing where the leader in the front says something and then the people in the crowd respond with a set response. And uh, we thought it'd be a cool way to kind of wrap up our series by summarizing all the attributes that we have been um, studying. And uh, we looked at this verse, Psalm um, 145, verse 3. It says, Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. And that's what this series is all about, is just looking at the greatness of God and just how worthy of praise he is and how far short our knowledge of him and our worship of him falls. And yeah, we're going to try anyways, right? We're going to try to praise him as best we can for uh, what we know about him. And so we kind of created this call and response to uh, go through the different attributes uh, that we studied. And I'll just read through it because I think, I think it's kind of cool and it summarized our whole series. And so awesome. uh, it kind of started with because God is blank, and that's what the leader said. And the crowd would say, I can, and then they would kind of respond. Hmm. And then everyone would say, praise God. And so because God is all powerful... Then the crowd said, I can rely on his strength. And then we all said, praise God. Hmm. Because God is holy, I can trust he has good plans. Praise God. Because God is love, I can be saved from sin and death. Praise God. Because God is all-knowing, I can be guided by his word. Praise God. Because God is an ever-present spirit, I can always talk to him. Praise God. Because God is eternal, I can enjoy him forever. Praise God. 
And so the whole purpose of this series is just to get a little peek at who God is and allow that to affect our emotions, affect our actions, and really direct our hearts back towards our Creator. That's so, so powerful. Um, well, guys, as we send off uh, the, the parents and guardians, those listening uh, to this series as well as uh, this particular episode, what might be a good discussion question that they might have with their own uh, student? Yeah, a great question to ask, and this would be kind of a summary from the whole series, is just talking with your student and maybe asking them, hey, reflecting back on all the attributes of God we study in the series, you know, maybe they're here for the whole thing. Maybe they're only here for one week or two weeks. But on all the ones you heard about, the attributes, which one pushes you to love God the most? Mm. And, you know, is it his holiness, his love? Is it his um, knowing everything? Is it his being everywhere? Is it his eternality? Is it him being a spirit? Like, which of the attributes that we studied pushes you to love God the most? And I think that could be a really cool conversation. And then you as a parent could share your perspective. What is it about God that draws you towards him? Um, And having that vulnerability and that conversation with your student could be really cool. That sounds like great discussion ahead. Um, Guys, thank you so much. This is part four of four in a series for our high schoolers at Connection Point called How Great Is Our God, a series about attributes of God. If you missed any of these, you can double back and catch episodes one through three uh, right where you found this podcast. And if you've got questions about the church, uh, you can go to cp.church, and uh, that's a good starting place for you. Otherwise, hang in there. We'll be back with more helpful resources for you. Before you know it, God bless.